Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is May 29th, 1998. It is. And we watched an episode of 90210. As per usual, we did. Yes. I am going to do the rest of the show like a robot. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I can't do it. What did we watch? <laughs> Carol Bot. Um, so we watched an episode titled The Long Goodbye. Weird, uh, weird episode. Um, mm-hmm. It guest starred uh, Elliot Gould and Nina Van uh, Palant. Okay. So Who were those weird. people? Uh, what would you know Elliot Gould from? Uh, I believe he's Ross and, and, and Monica's dad on Friends. Okay. Try to remember who he was in the episode. He wasn't in the episode. What the fuck, Mark? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? The Long you? Goodbye is a title of a 1973 film. Oh starring, my God. Starring, starring those people. I'm like, did I fucking fall asleep for real? <laughs> Oh. oh my goodness. We have fun here. We do. Uh so we watched the long goodbye. A long goodbye between Brandon and Tracy that was short. Yeah, it was like mm, three minutes long, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> as long as he lasts. Spoo <laughs> got oh. But yeah, that's how the episode started was him breaking up with Tracy. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Although like, I will say, based on how she reacts, he must have some kind of he must have like a magical penis. Or oh my god! Something like that. I don't know what's going on with him. Where she's, uh, uh, but I want you to disturb her. What in the fuck? That's what she sounded like. What? What did you sound like? <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> Are you trying to say that she seemed extra distraught that she got broken up with? Yeah. Well, I I think it had a lot more to do with her heart. In her vagina, but oh, you think you know, so? Huh? They've been together for a year. Yeah, her I think heart so. And vagina? <laughs> Did she get a heart transplant or a vagina transplant? What is wrong with you? I don't know. You make me worried. I'm trying to have fun for the people. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, but yeah, it was a weird breakup. I didn't. Brandon yeah. didn't seem like himself. No, he didn't. He was very like I don't know, flat. He sounded like he was trying to be uh, Mr. Tough Guy too. Yeah, like I'm Mr. Manly Tough Guy. He's an idiot. Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, but yeah, try- how did he break up with her? Why do you ah, do that ah. shit to me? Like in all seriousness, <laughs> we got her, everybody. We got her. <laughs> I don't know. He talked to her. You didn't even watch the episode. Did I you? did. I did watch the episode. They were doing episode. something at the beginning of the episode, and I can't remember what what it was. They were talking in her room. She what? was like waiting for him to get there. She was excited when he showed up, yeah. and then he was like, "Yeah, actually, I'm going to break up with you now." <laughs> she kissed him, and then when he got that kiss on the lips, he was like, "It was like he had flashbacks to Kelly," and he was like, "Oh." You think that's what happened? I don't know, something. (laughs) 
I don't know. But he said, Tracy, you know what? I got to break up with you long after I should have already done it. Right. But she's in, like, denial the whole episode. This dude is seriously mercurial, though. Like, it was five or six episodes ago when he was so in love with her, he was ready to beat the shit out of a ranch hand. (laughs) It wasn't that many. I mean, it was a year ago, according to uh, them. You know? Was it? That wasn't at the beginning of their relationship. It was like over a break or something. Um, it was the first time they had sex, so I mean, it wasn't. Was it, it wasn't uh, far into their relationship. All right. Mercurial means easy to change their mind I, for I, anybody I, listening at home. Okay. <laughs> Just so you know, you and I so know, angry. and we all know that I knew what mercurial you means. You looked so angry <laughs> at me for even suggesting <laughs> you didn't know what it was. Yeah, because that's insulting shit, man. Oh, sorry. Sorry if I insulted anybody out there. <laughs> sorry to talk about insulting things, everybody. Well, I mean, saying that it's possible that somebody might not know is what different than me saying that I don't know. Agreed. <laughs> and the needs of the many <laughs> outweigh the needs of the few. Or oh, the hush. one. What? I said, oh, hush. Oh, okay. Well, you know, Spock said that. Mm-hmm. Spock's a, a Vulcan, not a robot. In the same movie that Kirk said, God! At least he leaned it back from the microphone oh, for you guys. Would have been bye-bye eardrums. Right. That was... Anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Brandon breaks up with Tracy. Yep. <laughs> was the headline in the paper the next day. Brandon dumps Tracy! So read all about it at cu.press. Then he uh, runs into Kelly at school mm-hmm. and lets her know that he broke up with Tracy. Yeah, and she's all like, oh, did you hear that raindrops? <laughs> it's a, but it's a, it's a bright sunny day. Yeah, that's right. Rain dropping in my pants. That's so gross. What? That is so gross. What? Like, oh. She was happy. Yeah, she was happy. He was happy, too. And I'm sure their genitals were happy, but we don't need to discuss that, do we? <laughs> She's like, I don't know. He's holding that book in a certain way, <laughs> the book that they had, just to cover up, you know? But I don't remember which one of them said, like, oh, we should spend more time together then or something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And they're like, but let's not tell anybody. Exactly. They had a conversation of... Let's fuck and not tell anyone. Well, they didn't say fuck. They said spend time together. And you said naked with our clothes off. I did say that, didn't I? Yes, you did. (laughs) That was the implication. Okay. Um, So, yeah, they're going to sneak around is the idea here, and they're very excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) So they make plans to meet up. At first it was going to be tomorrow, and then I think it was Kelly was like, why not tonight? She did, yeah. <laughs> Kelly was like, "What's wrong with tonight?" And he's like, "Oh, sorry, I got a uh, a meeting of the CU TV, whatever." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, Tracy's going to be there." And then immediately she's like, "Sorry, that's, that's not fair," or whatever. And it's like, "Yeah, he just fucking dumped her for you, right?" Like, it's I like I understand maybe a little it'd be a little weird or whatever, but it's hard to 
have feelings of jealousy when he literally just rejected her for you. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Um, but then they still are going to get together after, right? That was the idea? The next day. It was the next day, really? Okay. It was the next day, yeah. All right. You just so, explained why it was the next day, because she said tonight. <laughs> so Valerie um, finds out from Brandon, even though they're supposed to not tell anybody. Was it because she was nope. spying or what? Incorrect. All around. All around. Okay, fill it in then. She, what? <laughs> <laughs> not, not like now. that she found out from tracy okay she went she sat down with tracy and Tra- tracy looked upset and she's like what's wrong and she's like uh brandon broke up with me yeah well she was like oh does it have to do with brandon and he's like oh i suppose he didn't tell you or whatever and then yeah she beats around the bush and then she says uh yeah he broke up with me and, he, and she goes for kelly and she's like no I, I don't think kelly had anything to do with it and she goes don't don't let that innocent fat uh, innocent face fool you. She's a bitch. Yeah. So Val- we'll get her. <laughs> so Valerie talks to Brandon though, and and like figures out that he's after Kelly too. Valerie has a plan. Well, she sees them talking together, and she puts yeah. two and two together. Okay. Valerie has a plan to break them up. It's a terrible get plan. him back together with Tracy. Terrible plan. I mean, kind of. It does work. It does almost At least work. temporarily. But it's stupid. Okay, so she sends a telegram to Kelly right. from Dylan saying that he's he, he has a plane coming in or mm. whatever and to meet him at the airport. Yeah. Like, first of all, what, what decade are we in? They're sending <laughs> a telegram. What the fuck? Like... Couldn't he send her an email? To all the ships overseas. <laughs> Dylan's coming into New York. <laughs> and um, Kelly falls for it and goes to pick him up from the airport. Well, the, the message is like, come to see me at the airport. Tell no one. Does it say tell no one? It does. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's fucking, it's the whole thing's weird. Um, it's very much entrapment. Oh, 100%. Yeah, they, they John delorean uh, Kelly. But she does. She goes. She doesn't tell anybody, and, he, and he's not there. And Valerie gives Brandon the heads up that she did this, and he's like, you shouldn't have done that. This is, it doesn't matter. It's stupid. But then he still goes to see if Kelly goes. Yeah. Um. And the funny thing, too, is the last time we saw Dylan, or we didn't see him, but last time we heard about Dylan, he was in London with Brenda. Right. So why would we assume that changed? Because she got a telegram that said that he was coming into town. <laughs> I mean, if I got a telegram, well, I might question time travel. I I would not, um, you know, be like, oh, it's a lie. Okay. All, all telegrams are truth. Got it. <laughs> um, here's this telegram. Have you ever gotten that says a telegram? Twelve inch penis. My God. Um. What? Have you ever gotten a telegram? No. No, I don't have uh, mutton chop sideburns or a giant handlebar mustache. Like, what is... I'm not a railroad magnate, so no, I didn't... uh, Never got a telegram. I'm not an oil baron. (laughs) But, like, seriously, like, what is that? Like, why? Why a telegram? I don't know. You know what it is? It's because the writers are old. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> they don't know how the world works. Ah, Jimmy, how would they? <laughs> they still, they all speak with uh, transatlantic accents. Exactly. Ah, now, Jimmy, how would they get a, how would he get word to her? <laughs> ah, they've got these newfangled computers. No, 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 no. You can't go down that road. Oh, my. What about smoke signal? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So, Brandon. And there's one guy that's like, what if he sent her uh, uh, a cipher? That's uh, almost impossible. <laughs> this is the Zodiac Killers part of the uh, writing stuff. Right, right. <laughs> Goodness. Um, not, to, not, too far, not too fond of this guy. Seems awful violent. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> He's hiding out in the writing staff of Beverly Hills 90210. Right. Uh, so, yeah, she goes, she dresses up. She tells no one. Brandon's like, oh, my God. He's talking to Nat, and he's like, Dylan once said they had a connection I'd never understand because I didn't talk to a fucking hypnotist. Right. <laughs> hallucinate a past life that I might have had with her in the Old West. Goodness. Um, yeah, so he gets all in his head and decides that he's going to stand her up for their date. Yeah. He called, well, he calls her up. He calls in Kansas. Oh, yeah. Okay, he says fine. something came up. Yeah. Something suddenly came up. But it didn't come up. He's just a fucking liar. Yeah. So she eventually shows up at his door mm-hmm. and is like, what the hell happened? I waited for you and you didn't show up. Yeah. And so he explains. He explains everything. Mm-hmm. That he saw her there, that she was all dressed up he for saw Dylan. her standing there. And she's like, uh, I dressed up for you because I wasn't going to have time to go home and change before our date, which makes sense. I went to the airport because Dylan's a friend. I didn't tell anyone because the telegram said tell no one. <laughs> and as we all know, telegrams are binding. <laughs> and she's like, I went there to... To, you know, say hi to him or whatever, and to tell him that I finally chose. So I thought you she chose her, by the way. Like right. But no, now she's now she's chosen. She's chosen. Definitively. And then she pulls the ring out of her cleavage. Yeah, and and, and Dylan and Brandon says, What else is in there? <laughs> it's like Mouse a trap. trap. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she's like, he's like, where'd you get that? And she's like, I went back and bought it because it's our ring. I'm I surprised we didn't have to see a fucking black and white. Oh my God. I know. Of it. We did have some in this episode yes, though. Yes, we did. Um, I think their favorite thing now is to fill out episodes with black and white versions of their old episodes. Well, there's so many episodes every season. I mean, you can see how they're stretched for yeah, content. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, she's and like, in turn, we're stretched for content. <laughs> right. Um, no, I mean, she honest- bought it. How'd you get that? Oh, I bought it. <laughs> Sorry. It seemed like you were struggling. It doesn't help when you start talking over me when I'm trying to formulate a thought. <laughs> Sorry. That's what happens. We talk over each other because that's how the show works. My brain isn't fast enough. Otherwise there'll be silence. Oh, God forbid. Exactly. They don't want to listen to silence. (laughs) Contemplate the horror show of their lives. (laughs) Just keep listening to our voices. It keeps out the madness. 
I'm just trying to say yeah. that she's like, it's our ring. It'll always be our ring. And I couldn't stand the thought of anyone else having it. Exactly. Because she was being all fucking like, mm-hmm. I don't know, dramatic and yeah. weird. But Kelly, I love you. Yeah, they made out and stuff. And I think Valerie saw. She was like, ah. Foiled. Vondruk. What the hell is that? It's a curse word. In what language? Son of a Vondruk. From an I episode. think you made it up. It's from an episode of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> okay. It's from a skit. Um, yeah, so Brandon and Kelly are back together. Yay, but mm, not really. Nah. Who cares? I don't. I'm, I, I, I don't like Kelly. They're so. Ken and Barbie of this show, so yeah. whatever. I mean, if you if they write their relationship to be good instead of shitty like it was before, then cool. Yeah. I guess it's fine. But if they fuck it up, like, we know they will. Well, yeah, because, you know, drama. Gotta string it along as long Seriously. as they can. The, the writers are like toddlers playing with Legos. They start to build something, then they get bored, and they're like, Rah! <laughs> and knock it down. Right? And then start to try to build something again. Oh, but goodness. it's worse than the original. So I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens this time. But yeah, we left off with them getting together. Exactly. So then uh, we have... That kind of explains Valerie and Tracy's you know thing in the story. Because Tracy's mostly just like, you think that worked, Val? <laughs> that's, that's, that's her dialogue from the show. Right. Yeah, she's just moping and crying the whole episode yeah. and feeling they sorry for herself. They do have herself. this one thing where she's like, when Brandon is mad because he thinks that Kelly wants to fuck Dylan uh where she's like oh you're you're upset too huh he's like yeah yep and uh she's like well you know I miss our friendship he's like I could really use a friend right now and she sits in his lap and she's like we could be we could help each other out we could be more than friends you know or whatever she comes out way too strong yeah and he's like no it's not a good idea yeah she did kind of fuck that up do you think, though, it, it would someone have gotten her anywhere if she handled it better? No, I don't think so. He doesn't want her anymore. No. Like, she she doesn't realize that he she's trying to resist the pile, but, like, <laughs> it's pulling her in. Right. Uh, she's clawing her way back across the desert. To. She's trying to, but... It's so funny because at one point she was like, a year? That's all this was? That's all this meant to you? And I, I had the thought that, like... Uh, the uh, the actress's actual dialogue to the producers just got filmed. <laughs> it's like, I can't be on the show. What about Claire? My contract's up already. Yeah, she hung on. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, she, she was the one that resisted the pile. Yeah. Yeah. One of the few. But she never actually slept with him. It's true. So it's his penis that it's, does it. It's, <laughs> so it's not my- magic, it's cursed. <laughs> Some kind of uh, sexually transmitted death disease. All right. Uh, k- 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 uh, career killer. That's what this is. Right. <laughs> anyway, so uh, who else is in this episode? Donna and David. Yeah. So. Okay. That's the other. Well, there's Claire and, Claire and Steve. Do yeah. you want to do Claire and Steve first? Because it's a less. It's, okay. it's a stupider and shorter thing. Sure, go and for it's it. Like, I don't want to do the whole Donna and David thing and, and all that stuff and then be like, oh, by the way, Claire can't sing. <laughs> go for it. 
Do you not remember? No, I remember, but you're the one who wanted to talk about it. Oh, you want to you leave it out completely? You're the one that wanted to watch 90210. Remember that? No. Remember four years ago when you were like, what if we watch 90210? What if we record that? What if we make it's it its good own show. separate tape every week? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I feel like Sisyphus. <laughs> fucking pushing a rock up a hill. It's almost the top of the, tumbles, the fuck? tumbles back on us. Wow. You're so mean to me. I was really more, I'm, it's really more aimed at 90210, not you. Okay. I thought you meant like working with me is like pushing the rock up no. the hill. No. Just enduring episode after episode. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, yeah, Claire. so there's a talent show. Which does actually feed in also to Donna and David. Does, that, does anybody, story. Does anybody, anybody pick up on how I distracted her so much that I got her to start doing this? <laughs> Shut <laughs> <The> up. Description. <laughs> there is a talent show. A talent and show with no talent. At first, Claire is going to be a dude. Like, I didn't really understand. Really? I didn't remember that. Wasn't that Claire in the overalls, like, walking like a man, or was it Donna? No, it was Donna. Oh. Donna's a Mountie. Okay. And Steve's a, a lady. A big, tall lady. Okay. Um, okay, so Claire's always going to sing from the beginning. Uh, I guess, yeah. I mean, well, she said, he was like, what do you want to do, Claire, for the talent show? And she was like, I don't know. I used to spend my, my mom used to sing this song for me, and it was cool. And, and she, everyone said that I could sing beautiful like her. And he was like, oh, well, let's sing then, you know. So they go into the little radio thing, and they play the Linda Ronstadt version of uh, whatever the hell. What is it called? I have no idea. It's some it's some lovey-dovey song. Yeah. And she's terrible. Oh, my gosh, yeah, like completely tone deaf. It's not good at yeah. all. And Steve looks horrified and uh, uncomfortable and afraid. Yeah. Because, you know, he doesn't know how to tell Claire. Like, hey, honey, you can't sing. That yeah, because is an, then she'd be like, oh, you're an asshole. Right. That is an awkward conversation. Um, but at the same time, do you really let the person you love go out there and make a fool of themselves? No. No, you can't. But he did. Well, he, yeah. He I mean, didn't tell her. He stopped her. He he told her before she went on, just at the worst time to tell somebody. Yeah. And she's like, why didn't you tell me sooner? Yeah, because that's the thing. You either tell someone sooner or you don't tell them at all. Yeah. So she gets out on stage and sounds awful. Can't. He, he says, he's like, hey, uh, here's the thing. My mom always used to say, you can sell a song if you sing from the heart, even if you're not good at singing. Mm-hmm. So she's awful, though, starting out. She's like... And the crowd that's paid that's paid their money for charity are like, what is this shit? We didn't... We want our money back from charity. Oh, my God. They did look distraught. Well, yeah, wouldn't you be <laughs> to hear that? She's like, it wasn't this song, but she's like, just call the angel of the party. Yeah, it's no good. And then she just stops. Like, she knows she sucks, and she stops singing, and which I don't like, understand. I mean, I realize Steve told her whatever, but, like, 
How did she not know before? Yeah, how do you not know you're a bad singer? That you're that bad of a singer? I mean, the only excuse is people who are truly tone deaf because they can't tell good singing from bad singing. Yeah, I guess that's true. But yeah. Not people that have perfect pitch like me. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, fuck, you distracted me again. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry that my words distract you. <laughs> Well, no, it's just I, I had a thing that I was going to say, and it went away. Yeah, a couple things. <laughs> um, so if she had, if she was tone deaf, then she, she couldn't tell. Oh, okay, but then she just starts singing again, and then it's nice and good. Well, she's, <laughs> and then it's nice. <laughs> and then she started singing, and it was nice. <laughs> and we had a nice blitz afterwards. <laughs> um... That's the Jewish grandma's review of the of the nights, and it was nice. Right? Um, no, you she sound like the guy from Mad About You. She's the the OB dude, Richard Kind. Yeah, yeah, that's who you sound like, Richard Kind. Yes. Um, Paul, oh, you've got to anyway. Um, so she, uh, yeah, she starts singing from the heart, but somehow that turns her into a good singer. Yeah. Which is not how that works. No. Like what he what uh Samantha Sanders is saying is true in a way, but not in that way. <laughs> like Leonard Cohen, right? He right. doesn't have a good voice. No. In many ways, Bob Dylan, one of the most famous singers of all time. Does not have a good voice. Oh, agreed, yeah. Not a classically good voice. You know, like, the times they are changing. Mm-hmm. But it works for the type of music he's playing. And he is selling it with his attitude. Like right. he's and, and from, like, Broadway and um, movies, I would say, what's his name? From The Music Man, Robert Preston, uh, who, who plays the, the lead in The Music Man. He he's not a good singer, but he and I've heard other people do because I like the music band is my favorite musical. I've heard other people do it who are much better singers, mm-hmm. and they'll sing like you know got trouble right here in River City, you know, and, they, and they'll do the whole like you know uh, I'm not gonna sing it, but anyway, uh, they'll they'll sing it and they're very good, right? Technically, but they're not as good as Robert Preston. He puts an attitude into that. That makes it feel real, like he's really a huckster singing this song. To it, it, it blends in with the movie mm-hmm. in, in a way that, like, when someone's singing it really beautifully, it just feels artificial. Okay, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. so there are there are ways where, yeah, if you if you sell it, you put emo- emotion to it, you can sell the song, even if you're not that good of a singer, but. It's not what happened to her. Mm-hmm. She started selling it, and then all of a sudden, she's a good singer. Oh, she's on key now. You know, like, that's not how that works. Right. So, but in this show, it is how it works. I guess so. this was more involved than I thought. We could have ended on this. Either way. But now we've got Donna and David, double D. Yeah, so they're also involved in this talent show. Mm-hmm. Um. I know Donna was, like you said, the Mountie or whatever. And David's trying to teach her to walk like a guy. 
And he's like, see, a woman's uh, center of balance is up here in the, or no, down here in her, her hips, and then the man's is up here in his chest. And yeah, yeah I, don't, I didn't really understand any of that. But. I don't agree with, well, I don't agree with him, because he said center of gravity, mm-hmm. and that's not correct. Like, a woman's center of gravity is slightly lower than a man's. Uh, women tend to have a slightly lower center of gravity than men do. But a center, but a man's center of gravity is not in his chest. What he meant was, is that women, when they walk, they tend to lead with their pelvis. Okay. And their hips and their that lower area. When they walk, they do that. When a guy walks, he leads with his chest. Like, that's the puffed out, you know, like part. I mean, at least stereotypically. Okay. But that's that's what he meant. But um, it's kind of amusing watching her trying to learn to walk like a dude. Sure. What the hell was David doing? I don't remember. Was David he MC or something? David was standing there singing, Walk like a man. Really? Fast as I can. He wasn't, was walk he? Walk like a man, my son. No woman's worth crawling around the earth. You seriously... You, did you fall asleep? Maybe. Like, you're asking me if that really happened. No. <laughs> I didn't think so. He didn't so. start singing the fucking Four Seasons. See, I just, I have no faith in myself. So, like, when you say things happened, I'm not sure if they really didn't happen or if I just don't remember. He emceed it. Okay, you that's what already. I thought. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> so, they're doing a lot of work on this. I feel this. like every episode of this is a test. <laughs> Where it's like that I'm failing. Where it's, well, you, you're doing a <laughs> test, and I have the answer key. <laughs> yes, I guess I agree. Um, but they're doing a lot of work on it, like oh, yeah. putting it together and everything. Yeah. Um, Big charity event. Yeah, Donna's mother is attending and leaves her dad at home. Yeah, because her which, dad's suffering from a stroke. Which. You, He's in a wheelchair. Yeah, but he doesn't want to go out. I guess. They couldn't afford to pay him. I think she could have brought him. That's all I'm saying. She could have. She wanted a break, though, because Donna was saying, like, it's been a lot of work for her mom, and she's kind of tired. Right. You know, with the four nurses that she's hired. And somebody said, like, don't they have nurses? And she's like, "Uh, yeah, but mom uh, likes to micromanage or something like that. Now I only get 14 hours of, of resting instead of the, my full 16 hours. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, but since her mother's there, mm-hmm. uh, Donna gets a bit distracted because she notices her mom's talking to a man. Well, she invited a man. She saw him on the guest list mm-hmm. and was like, oh, I'll go. That'll be my date or whatever. She doesn't say that. She was just like, oh, whatever, you know, it says his name, Jerry mm-hmm. something or whatever. Jerry Seinfeld. No. And he's like, what's the deal with Donna? Why is she so mad? But Donna recognizes this guy as the man that her mother. Of course she does. He's got the no- he had the number one television show in America. So it's not Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> George! It's... I'm in 90210! Help. <laughs> oh, Jerry. <laughs> Give me Kelly's phone number. <laughs> okay, Kramer. 
He's like dying over here. Oh my goodness. Pull yourself together. Get out. We have a show to do. No, not you. It's something Elaine says. <laughs> I know. Anyway, so she sees him with Jerry. Is that his name? <laughs> I think so. I, I don't remember 100%, but I'm pretty sure it's Jerry something. But she's... With a G, though, I think. She's having, like, flashbacks to an older episode. <laughs> so we get the black and white again. Yeah. And okay. we, get, we get blonde Donna. Blana. Um, but she's not blonde. She's, like, black and white, so... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Donna now exists as a black and white entity. And we see a somewhat younger version of her and her mother and mm-hmm. this dude because her mother's making out with this dude. Yeah, because it's the guy she cheated with. On. Yeah. She cheated with the dad on, and Donna found out. I don't remember this, like, at all, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I vaguely remember that the mom cheated because she's a terrible person. Yeah, but I remember that. I couldn't pick Jerry out of a lineup, but Donna could. Yeah. Uh, and she's highly upset and concerned because they're talking. At the end of and the talent they're show. They're and everything. Yeah, they're sitting next to each other. They're laughing. She sees them walking together. He puts his coat on her mom, I believe. Puts she, his arm around her. She puts her head on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Donna confronts her, and she's like, what are you doing, you know? Dad's at home recovering from a stroke, and you're out here with this fucking piece of shit. Basically, you know, but it's Donna, so no. Yeah, yeah, it's not. mm. And she's like, she's like, Donna, you've got the wrong idea. It's very frustrating to watch. And David's like, hey, she's crying all over herself over there. Maybe maybe it's not the guy. Maybe, Maybe you were wrong, like. Why don't you let her explain? She comes over and she's like, she's like, Donna, uh, let me explain. And she was like, and she was like, it's not the guy or whatever. And uh, she's like, no, it's the guy I had the affair with. (laughs) So I can see why you would be confused or why you, you would think the worst, but he runs a, he's a doctor of some sort. And uh, I thought that dad could lecture at his, college or something yeah. like that yeah and that it would be cool for him because he can't do his, be a surgeon anymore but it would be something he could do so she's trying to get her ex-boyfriend who she cheated on her husband with to hook her crippled husband up with a job well it sounds I'm awful if you sure say like that. i am sure that he's gonna love that he's gonna jump right on that opportunity right. like like what? a live grenade <laughs> what the fuck and like, for her to act all like, oh, you know, I didn't do anything wrong, and, and you're being, you know, and mean. And Donna's like, oh, oh, Mom, I'm so sorry. And they hug, and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it's like, no, you were right, Donna. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? This does not excuse any of it this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if she told the husband about it beforehand. Which it's I a, don't think she did. I don't know if she did or not. Doesn't matter if the husband was like, yeah, that's cool. You can go to this thing with him. Doesn't matter if she thinks it's platonic or whatever. She still is essentially on a date with the guy she cheated on her husband with. She should never see him again. Right. Correct. Like, Like, this this is is, not okay. No, she, Donna was 100% right. Her mom was wrong. Even if she's not going to fuck this guy. That is not the situation you put yourself in. 
And I'm not convinced she's not going to fuck this guy. Well, I wouldn't put anything past Donna's mom. Well, and, like, I'm sure, like, her husband's not up to it right now. And she's a terrible, selfish bitch. So she'll probably just justify it in her mind. Like, oh, well, you know, it's not like I'm getting laid. Dad said it was okay. (laughs) As long as he can watch. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, Donna's mom. Mrs. Martin. Remy, I think her name is. She's awful. Remy Martin. I want her to go away. They can hire enough nurses to take care of dad. They don't need mom. Just kill her. Exactly. Euthanize mom. (laughs) Army of nurses. (laughs) Get mom. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. We're going to make sure you're not in pain anymore, (laughs) Mrs. Martin. (laughs) You can get all the rest you want. There you go. Oh, but I think that's the episode. It is. So you can write us at latefee1994awol.com. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. And share our tapes with your friends. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.